What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Michael Kimmelman, and we will be talking about failing forward in today's podcast episode. Season 2, episode 3. Hope you guys enjoy. Hope everyone is doing well, and let's start. In this section, we'll be walking through different celebrities who have overcome their failures. For example, one of my favorite football players, Tom Brady, failed multiple times. For example, he failed when he ran his 40-yard dash in 5.28 seconds. That is very slow for a football player because most players run a 4.48. But instead of no coach picking Tom Brady up in the NFL draft, Coach Belichick gave him a chance and risked a lot on Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't listen to the haters and started training with Coach Belichick as hard as he possibly could. He would study the place he needed to make. He ate the correct things. He worked for his body so it could be more in shape as a football player and for a quarterback. So he was trying to make his body in shape. And once Coach Belichick gave him a chance, he started winning. He was winning a lot, and that is when Belichick knew that he made the correct decision. Tom Brady ended up winning his first Super Bowl, and after that, he was unstoppable. He was winning game after game after game after game. One year, he was actually undefeated, but him and his team were undefeated. But when they got into the Super Bowl and they played the Giants, they actually lost. And all the Pats fans in most of the world couldn't believe what happened because they were undefeated and the New York Giants were nothing compared to Brady. But obviously things happen and I guess it just it wasn't Tom Brady's day. Even though Tom Brady was getting pretty old for being in the NFL, he never let that stop him. He kept on winning Super Bowls, and he kept on having such a big impact on the Patriots fans, the world, and his teammates. He would always give them pep talks. He would almost be like a dad to them because he was a lot older than them. So he would teach them life lessons and just be really nice to them. So they understand and like him and try their hardest for Tom Brady. Unfortunately, he ended his career last year, but he had six Super Bowl rings and was announced the GOAT, which means the greatest of all time. When the whole world thought that his career was over, he ended up signing with the Buccaneers. They are down in Tampa Bay, which meant that Tom Brady had to move and leave all of his amazing fans behind. 
His first season with the Bucks, he won his seventh Super Bowl all around. No one could believe it because he it's a brand new team. He doesn't know how the players play. He doesn't know if they can catch it, but it's all about that trust. And so he ended up winning, and crazily, he will be playing next season. It will be his 21st season. And from going from running so slow in the 40-yard dash, no one, no coach picked him up. So Bill Belichick gave him a chance, and Tom Brady proved that he was worthy and took advantage of that chance. And that is how Tom Brady failed failed forward because he went from a slow man to the greatest of all time, but yet still very slow. In the next section, we will be talking about how Najee Harris, who is a football player, failed forward. Najee Harris is a 23-year-old that was less fortunate than most people. He was homeless and his family had to move multiple times because they faced financial problems. Once he got older, he got interviewed. And in his interview, he said that he was homeless at some point and was abused a lot. He also got into a lot of fights because he didn't like kids. He said that they are dumb and stupid. I guess... They, well, they always picked on him, so that's why he thought they were dumb and stupid. But he definitely proved them wrong. Also, after listening to the interview, the words that stuck out to me the most was when he said that he was young, wild, and free. That just, I, that stuck, stood out to me the most because. He's a young kid. He he lived in Detroit and in California, and he didn't have lots of money. So I feel like he didn't. He I guess he got bullied a lot. So that's why he when he like got into a fight, he was young, and if you get into fights a lot, you're obviously wild, and there's I guess something wrong with you. But if you're doing it. To defend yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. And Free just, he didn't get into lots of trouble. His parents knew that he was getting bullied and needed to take out the anger somehow. So his parents didn't really do anything about it. This was so upsetting because I feel like he barely was able to experience a normal childhood. He would always be bullied like I said and fighting and I just feel like I my friends and I we have it so nice because we are so privileged and lucky to have such great parents and have a great roof over our house over our heads and food and water and just get along and we just love hanging out with each other but i feel for 
I feel that for Najee Harris, that was different. He was always passionate about sports. Um, so he, even though he didn't have many friends to play sports with, he would always be carrying a football around or a soccer ball and kicking it and throwing it. And he was also the youngest out of three. He had a brother and a sister, which he didn't really talk much about because he didn't see them often because he was always out of the house and they were also. So, which meant that only his parents were home and they had problems with each other. They would always get mad at each other and fight, but I guess that's a good way to show that you love each other. But I think that that was to the extreme because he said in his interview also that he hated when his parents would fight because it would get to bad, such bad terms. And also, when he felt that it was safe, he would go outside and play with random kids. But normally that ended up getting him bullied and he ended up running away. Putting all things aside, he completed middle school from a local school. For his high school, he attended his local high school in 2013. Although he had hard times in the past, Najee joined the Najee Harris joined the high school football team. In his sophomore year, he made various records. Graduating in 2016, he went to the University of Alabama because he wanted to pursue, pursue his college studies and football. Eventually, he completed college in 2020 and graduated with a degree in consumer sciences with a social welfare minor. It is just so crazy that he, that if you don't have the most money or are the smartest, something amazing can happen as long as you try your best and don't give up. And I'm 1000% sure that Najee Harris never gave up and he would always try his hardest and always just try not to listen to the people that didn't believe in him. During his senior year, he was supposed to go to the 2020 NFL draft, but instead stayed his last year of college and studied hard. Next, in 2022, he ended up being drafted in the NFL as a running back. It is so crazy how someone can go from nothing to something. He will now be starting this year and will hopefully set more records in the NFL. And that is the story about how Najee Harris had a great fail forward and how he went from homeless and abused and no friends to now being a millionaire and um, being in the NFL. But also, he now gives back the money that he earns from the NFL. He gives it back to the same um, homeless shelter that he stayed at. So the, the kids in there didn't don't feel the same way as he did, which is a really nice thing to do. Moving on to the next section, we will be interviewing my mom. Hi, Michael. Hello. All right. What is an example of failing forward in your life? 
An example of failing forward in my life was about a year ago when I had a manager that was not liking me because I was Jewish and I couldn't attend a uh, meeting on Yom Kippur. And when I asked for the time off, he was very unhappy about it. And since that point, he became very mean to me, taking opportunities away from me, taking accounts away from me, and basically making me every day feel uncomfortable going to work and sick to my stomach. How did it make you feel that on Yom Kippur, a day that you stay close to God, that he didn't understand that that's what you would like to do and you had to miss a meeting because you're Jewish and you love God. So how did that make you feel? It made me feel very disappointed because I think that everybody has a right to uh, practice their religion freely. I think that everybody has a right to take time off that the company has given to them. And I wanted to use that time off, even though it was for a holiday. And I felt very sad for him that he didn't understand the importance of God in people's lives. And I knew that one day he would regret what he was doing to me. And how did you take that opportunity and turn it into a bigger opportunity? Like, how did you um, turn that sad time into an opportunity to make yourself learn and become better? It took a little while for me to be able to um, feel better about what had happened. Uh, fortunately, the company realized after a lot of other people pointed out that he was not a very good leader, that he was not an effective manager, and they decided that he should not be a part of uh, my company's uh, family. And so he was asked to leave. And after he left, it took me a little while to get my bearings, but I knew my talent. I knew that I loved to work with people and to help people with my medicine. And so I did not give up. I continued to push forward and I continued to do what I do best. And that is to educate doctors on medicines that can help their patients. And what exactly do you do for work? I work for a uh, biopharmaceutical company and I sell for a rare disease, a, a neurological rare disease uh, called myasthenia gravis. And how... After coming back to the job, how did you make a bigger impact on the job than you had before? What were your tricks? Well, I was very, very lucky that the new manager that I got was a wonderful leader. She inspires the team. She inspires me every single day. She's very smart. She's very fair. She's very honest. And she's very talented, and I have a lot to learn from her. And I believe she also learns from me. And together, we continue to push forward, and we continue to help make sure that the patients that need my medicine get my medicine. And so the way I was able to kind of 
push forward and learn from what had happened was to say to myself that there are a lot of maybe unkind people that don't believe in the same things and the same values that you do, but there are also very kind people who do respect your values and who do appreciate what you do, uh, what you believe in. And so looking at it in both angles, you have to take the good and the bad, and you have to be able to not concentrate on just the bad and look forward to a good thing in the future. And what is one thing you want people to take away from this journey and experience? This journey taught me that never to give up, to always stand your ground, to be confident in what you believe in, to know that God is always with you, and to trust the process, to, con to continue to uh, persevere through sometimes not so great days, and to know that tomorrow is always a new day, a new chapter that will bring better things, and you got to make things better also. So I think that what I've learned is a lot more confidence. I've learned who I am through this process, and I learned to believe in myself and to believe that there's a lot of good people in this world, and not all of them can be making you feel the way you feel if it doesn't feel good at a certain day. That's amazing. All right. Thank you, Mom. You're welcome. Well, after that amazing speech by my mom, I don't think I will be able to top any of the things she said, but let's try it and give it my best. And even if we fail, I'm going to learn from it and become much better. Okay, one last one for failing forward for football. In Super Bowl 51, the Patriots were losing 28-3 in the third quarter with 3 minutes 28 seconds left. They were playing the Atlanta Falcons, which is an amazing team because they have Julio Jones, which he's an absolute prodigy. He's absolutely amazing. And when the, everyone saw the st score, they thought, that's it. It's over. They thought that Brady and his team was going to end up losing. They were thinking that it is impossible to come back from that score. I'm sure even Coach Belichick thought it was over. But, of course, he can't show or say that. To be honest, I thought I was going to. I thought the Patriots were going to lose. My entire family did. But when I asked my dad if he thought they were going to lose after they won, he said, oh, yeah, no, I definitely didn't think that they were going to lose. I knew that they were going to win. Sure, you did, Papa. Okay. Finally, the Pats scored, and no one was happy because all of the fans thought that they were going to lose, so it didn't matter. Obviously, they clapped a little bit, but they knew Nothing good was going to happen. Brady and his team did not listen to the haters because when you listen to the people that don't believe in you, you will not do well because it will get in your head and stay in your head, which will demotivate you, and you will not do as well as you would do if people were cheering you on. The Patriots decided to go on by themselves and listen to the other people.
Somehow, the Patriots kept on scoring and scoring and scoring and got caught up. They even ended up going into overtime. You don't understand. That is the first Super Bowl that has gone into overtime. And, of course, it's with Tom Brady. Wow, what an amazing person. Wow. Besides getting into overtime, Brady had already set numerous records before that in the same game. The whole world was quiet and was focusing on the coin toss. Heads or tails? Is it heads or is it tails? It's flipping and boom! Heads get the... Patriots get the kickoff! The crowd goes wild and can't believe anything that is happening. The Patriots are moving up the field and are about to score. Brady hands it off to Rex Burkhead, and he runs it eight yards, and the Patriots had done it. They won Super Bowl 51. Oh, my God. The adrenaline, the emotions that were going through everyone, me, my family, my friends. It was the best feeling and you know who had the best feeling? Tom Brady, because it was him. They won because of Tom Brady, because Tom Brady is so insane. Man, I don't know what we would do without Tom Brady. I don't think Patriots would even be a thing. Everyone starts jumping up and down and cannot believe what Tom Brady and this team has just done. It was unbelievable. I remember watching with all my friends, and when they won, we were so happy. We could not stop yelling. This story just shows that even if you are losing, you don't think that it is impossible to win. Never give up because you never know what will happen. And even if it's 500 to zero with three minutes and 28 seconds left, then you can give up. But... If it's 28 to 3 in the third quarter with 2 minutes, 28 seconds, just count on Tom Brady. He'll do it for you. He's too good. Like, no one better than him. Six rings, now seven, because he's on the Bucks now. Wow. I love that man. After talking about so much football and how Tom Brady is such a legend. We're going to move on to the literal definition from Google. It says, to fail forward, you have to purposely and deliberately use failure to find success. To fail forward, we must do or try something new. It is something that we want to do but are afraid to do. We have to step out there, even if we don't know where the path will lead. And it's basically telling us to take risks. And even if it's like if you're skiing and there's a big jump ahead of you, obviously you're going to freak out if you're not super experienced with jumps. But in my opinion, Google is saying not to do that and to try your best and even if you fall since it's snow it won't hurt too much and get back up and try again and my interpretation of failing forward is generally close to the google definition 
What I think failing forward means is to get up even after your fall, just like my skiing example. Also, for instance, if you try really hard to get onto a football team and you don't because you were too slow, you don't just give up. You try even harder than you did before. So next time or next time you can try out, you can train before that and get faster so next time you can get on the team. A real-life situation that this has happened to me was when I was applying to schools this year and unfortunately got waitlisted to three out of four schools. It was very upsetting because my entire family tried really hard for it and unfortunately it didn't pay off but instead of never applying and going through that stressful process again i will try really hard next time and hopefully i will get my results that i want back lastly to fail forward i feel that you need to learn from your mistakes so you don't repeat them next time this is what failing forward is to me To finish off this podcast, we will be talking about COVID-19. It slowly started in 2019 in Wuhan, China. No one knew that it was about to be a global disaster. Most people thought that it was going to go away very quickly. To be honest, that is what I thought. But in March, everything changed. Everyone figured out that it was a global pandemic so the world basically got shut down people had to stay indoors and start wearing masks and try to keep six feet apart for most people this was very upsetting because they knew that they were not able to see their friends and knew that older people or people with autoimmune diseases i was especially upset because my best friend's grandmother had a stroke before COVID, so she was at risk. That being said, we had to stay apart until things started clearing up and we, when we could go back outside. Eventually, after a month or so, my friend's mom said that we could hang out as long as we were outside and six feet. I was just happy that we were able to see each other instead of only talking over the phone and, talk, and having full-blown conversations over the phone. Since COVID happened, people were losing money and had to find other ways to make money because businesses has had closed. Some people even became, became close homeless because of this event. Fortunately, we were able to start school in person instead of being online like we had to do at the end of fifth grade. Now we are almost done with the school with school and stayed in person five days a week for the entire year. Also, multiple people started getting vaccinated, which made the pandemic a little less bad. Although it is still going on and is a really bad time, we are still able to be together, somewhat together. And I know that we will get through this as long as everyone does their part by keeping masks on and getting vaccinated. In my opinion, the flu and COVID are closely related because of the effects and what happened. First, the flu started as something that a lot of people didn't know about. Then, 
people started realizing that it is a sickness that spreads like crazy and can possibly kill people. COVID-19 was also like that. It was barely anything at first. And then in March of 2020, it mass spread and started shutting down lots of businesses. Unfortunately, both of these upsetting events killed lots of people. And although I wasn't alive when the flu started, I'm sure that people also had to stay indoors and stay away from friends and family, just like we had to during during COVID. Also, I'm sure that it lasted a long time before scientists discovered the vaccine for the flu. Scientists are great people because they basically save lives. For instance, if they come out with a vaccine for something, something, it helps the people that are more in danger of the tragic event. Next, I think that COVID and the flu are related because both caused depression and put lots of people out of employment, which meant that they were not able to get food for their families and they were not able to pay taxes as easily as they were before. This is why I think that the flu and COVID are very similar in a lot of ways. Both of the events are, both of these events are, are examples of failing forward because it started off as something that no one really knew about and it was really bad until people started understanding what it was and getting vaccinated and it just started getting better because people understood what it was. Hope you guys enjoyed and pickles out.